0: Welcome to Flicks and Giggles.
1: My name is Amya.
0: My name is Izzy,
1: and today we have a little Christmas episode.
0: Christmas, <laughs> those is coming down. Christmas, I'm watching it fall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're coming at you with Christmas music, Christmas movies, Christmas facts, Christmas.
1: <laughs> you know one of us is really excited for it
0: I love Christmas <laughs> okay where do we start um start with your facts okay I got some Christmas facts coming at you I'm
2: excited
0: what's your very favorite Christmas movies if you can hear what I'm doing I want you to guess if you're listening to us you can definitely see- oh I was gonna say you can see it if you're listening to us
1: I want you to guess what I'm doing
0: That's your ASMR for the day, baby. <laughs> You're welcome. That's Anyways, my Christmas present too. Yeah, <laughs> we are starting with Home Alone. Mm. Well, there's kind of a theme for the first like um, two. They're about practical stunts mm. because I love me some practical stunts. I understand that CGI is good for like a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We would not have like, the entire Marvel franchise if CGI didn't exist. You know what I mean? But I love me some good old practical stunts. And sometimes there's some things in movies now where I'm like, we could have just done that for real, mm-hmm. you know? And it would have been so much, like, meatier. mm mm-hmm. um, It would have been just better for the actors as well.
1: Yeah. Because it's so much different when something's actually happening rather than, like, <laughs> you're acting with a blue screen.
0: Yeah. Um, so my first one is... Home Alone. Um, There is a part where he has a tarantula on his face. One of the guys Mm -hmm. that robs him, and that was a real tarantula. Um, Which I think the only time we've like seen that since was Billie Eilish's music video. Mm -hmm. Is what I can think of where she had the tarantula in her mouth. Yeah, and I remember everyone being like, "Soup!" I mean, obviously, like freaking out about that because it was in her mouth, which Mm -hmm. is like a little different. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no way you're getting me to put a tarantula in my mouth. No, my face. Maybe depends how much you're paying me. Yeah. <laughs> like but th- that was a real tarantula on his face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he there was a moment where he is stepping over a bunch of ornaments, and it was not real glass, obviously, but it was he was actually stepping on like fake glass. Mm. Um, but he was still doing it. Yeah, yeah. And then the for elf. They didn't use any CGI. They did use CGI, obviously, for, like, Santa's sleigh Mm -hmm. flying and some snow in some scenes. But they didn't use um, CGI for any sizing. So, like, when he's with the elves, they built two identical sets one was really, really big, and then one was really, really teeny. Oh. So they would film like the same scenes, but parts of it in the big set so he looked really like normal the, size. Yeah, like normal size and then in the small set so he looked tiny. Yeah. And then they had different objects. Like they had a normal size baseball bat, and then they had like a teeny teeny baseball bat <laughs> for when he like swings it. Um And I think I think that did really well. mm mm-hmm. When I think back to those scenes, I I yeah, it was good. Me too. I'm glad they didn't use CGI for that. Yeah. Um, and then... I was worried we were going to hear you chewing the entire time. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Eat your goddamn orange. It's so sour. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like one? I'm okay. That's <laughs> what you coffee. <laughs> I'll put it down. Okay. <laughs> this was talking about the spider thing. Mm. There's a new movie that's coming out. I think it's called Anyone But You. It's with um, Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. Yes, I've seen the their new rom-com. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where they are acting with an actual spider, mm-hmm. and it's like a huntsman spider or whatever, and it's huge, and it was like on Sydney Sweeney's like hand, and in the scene. She's supposed to get bit and then she screams, but then she actually got bit by the spider like for real. No, So she started screaming for real, but then people thought she, she was just like acting like making really dramatic choice for like the movie. <laughs> but this, there's, she like showed it on Jimmy Fallon and there was a blooper of it and she's going, ah, ah and it was like a gut scream and she's like,
0: hey, it's really biting me, it's really biting me. I should have kept that in, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but yeah, that reminded me. Um, and then, this one's also for Elf, but it's moving away from the, like, practical stunts thing. Um, they almost, so, you know, in the movie, they have, uh, like, a department store, but it has, like, some random name. Yeah. Right? They almost used Macy's. They were in an agreement with Macy's. They were gonna use, and use the actual name in the movie. Um, but they have the part where Santa shows up, right, and he's, like, you're not Santa. I know Santa. You're not the real Santa. And he like rips off his beard and he like exposes that the mall Santa isn't real Santa. Yeah. And Macy's was like, if you're going to film and use our name, you have to take that part out of the movie because our mall Santa is really Santa. Uh, Right. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't be telling people that our mall Santa isn't Santa. Right. So then they didn't use Macy's and they used a different department store and they actually filmed in a hospital cafeteria in Vancouver. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. I didn't know
1: that. Office. Was, like, the rest of the movie filmed in Vancouver?
0: Did you know? That I don't know. I think they filmed some of it in actual New York because they have, like, the street scenes with the mm-hmm. subways. So I don't think all of it was, but some parts of it were.
1: That's kind of cool. Um...
0: Yeah, and I got most of those from GoodHousekeeping.com.
1: Thanks, shout for, out. Thanks, GoodHousekeeping.com. Good of
0: you. You the best. <laughs> oh, and there was another one. Speaking of stepping on the glass ornaments, um, have you ever seen Die Hard? Mm-hmm. Okay, I have not. So I was considering putting this in here because also some people say that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, and I know some people do. I think it's a Christmas movie. Okay, <laughs> I have no opinion because I've never seen it. But I watched them with my dad. Mm. There is supposedly, I don't know, you can tell me, a scene where he is like stepping on glass. I
1: think there's I think in every diehard movie. Great. At one point he there's breaking of glass and there's stepping on glass. Great.
0: Um, for that one they like actually used glass, but he wasn't using his real feet, but it wasn't CGI. They like made feet. <laughs> <laughs> they made, like, foot covers that he wore over his feet. Oh. And um, in, like, most of the shots, you can't really tell because of the angles and whatever. Mm-hmm. There's, like, apparently one shot where he's kind of, like, pulling glass out of the foot that you can, like... Tell it. Tell that it's not a real foot. Okay. But they literally made this man fake feet.
1: I I have no idea what scene that is, but now I want to go and watch it. I feel like I should watch it, too, now, yeah. just to... Um, in Captain America, uh, the first Avenger, um, there's a scene where he just made it, he like woke up, right? And it's like in the shield, whatever. And then he's like running after a bad guy or whatever in New York City. I think this is after he'd just woken up from his coma or whatever. Not coma. He was literally in the ice for years. <laughs> Anyways, there's a scene where he's running on the street and they made him, like, something similar because he's supposed to be barefoot and, yeah. like, running. So he has these foot-looking boots. It's like, so it's, weird. So weird. it's so weird. There's this, like, you can't see it, like, you can't tell in the movies, but there's, like, behind the scenes where you just see it and it looks so gross
0: <laughs> I think it's so much better than like faking it on the ground though like yeah I like it I like yeah. I don't know something about a real stunt makes me happy me too <laughs> I feel
1: like there should be like an Oscar category for stunts honestly because there's so like it's a whole a whole group of actors and like people that are coordinating it and we like hollywood's crazy for like action movies even if they're bad (laughs) like you know and so so much goes into it and i feel like some people never get the credits like you never know who they are
0: this is completely off topic not christmas at all but you know what that makes me think of have you ever seen outer banks yeah I didn't watch the whole thing, but I... Okay, I think it's season two. Maybe this is not a spoiler. Um, But it's like... Wait, I'm going to find the video so you can watch it. I'll put it on the Instagram if I can find it. But it's a scene where Ki, Kiara, there's a scene where she's like hopping over a fence. I've seen this. (laughs) And they... Had a stunt double who looks nothing, nothing like, like Kiara, and it's like they they stayed on there for too long with the camera, and it's just so obvious. I I put a picture of it on the Instagram. It's so funny. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess they kind of look similar. Like not. Like I see the vision. <laughs> I don't know
1: if I do. I don't, I'm not sure if I, if I do,
0: <laughs> but good on them for trying. I love it when they accidentally, like, leave a a camera in, like, that one episode of Criminal Minds where you can see the entire camera crew <laughs> in the background. Love. I love it. <laughs> do you want to um, do your
1: music faves? Oh, okay. So, these ones aren't really, like, classic, like, Christmas tunes, they're more, like, Covers done by artists or Christmas-esque music Mm. that I am really enjoying right now. So we're going to start with Fruitcake, the EP by Sabrina Carpenter, because it's got gems like A Nonsense Christmas and Cindy Lou Who, which I really like. I Mm -hmm. think it's just, I think whatever, everything that she's doing right now with music is just so fun. Mm -hmm. I think she's having a lot of fun with it and... I'm a fan.
0: Yeah, I love I love a nonsense Christmas and I love Buy Me Presents. Yes. I wasn't super into the like slower songs personally, mm-hmm. but I love I love all of her like boppy beat yeah. stuff and buy me presents was Buy Me Presents is kind of in the same field of like, um what's that Ariana Grande song? Santa tell me if you That one? Really? Yeah is that her? I I think so. Make that up. Yeah, I feel like that one and Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson, they're not like classics, but they've kind of made their way onto like every year playlists. Yeah. I feel like Buy Me Presents could do the same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think one. A Nonsense Christmas could too. Oh, yeah. But like just for fun. Like it's one of those songs where people are like, this is so iconic. Yeah, just don't play it in front of your grandma. <laughs> she, I don't think she'll be a fan. She dad. probably won't like it. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um my second one is um ever since it came out I will kind of listen to it around Christmas and it's If the Fates Allow a Hades Town holiday album. So this is the cast of Hades Town coming together and doing like their own rendition of like all these like classic Christmas songs and it's very like bluesy mm-hmm. and jazzy. Yeah. It's like it's perfect for like a stormy Christmas. Yeah. And it's, like, dark and gloomy out. And then you put this on and you're like, yeah, there's fire around you.
0: You're warm. Yeah. It's good if you are the kind of person that, like, wants something new, but you're not into, like, poppy Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's the classic songs, mm-hmm. most of them. I think they have a couple, like, originals. I think. But mostly they're, like, covers. And they still have that kind of bluesy, jazzy, like, Christmas feel to them, but mm-hmm. it's a completely different take yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Every
1: song feels like sounds like very unique. Like it's it's a very completely new rendition of it. Yeah. Yeah. And they sound amazing. And there's some really beautiful harmonies in
0: these songs. Hades hey, sound with the three part harmonies. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If the fates allow. If the fates allow, there will be a three-part harmony.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then my last one that I've kind of had on repeat is all of Leve's new Christmas songs. So, a very Leve holiday. Very much on there. Christmas with you on there because I love Nora Jones. So, yeah. This one is
0: also very jazzy. Yeah. Yeah. She has a song with Dodie. Love to keep me warm. Yes. I love that one. I think they both sound so good. Mm Oh! I have a song that I want to talk about. Yeah. It's, um...
1: This is kind of a side note, but I love Leve. Like, she was in one of my, like, top fives for artists for the rap. Spotify rap. And I feel like everyone's like, oh my god, Leve's bringing jazz back. Leve's bringing jazz back. And she absolutely is. But I feel like... There's someone else who deserves the same hype and the same success and it's Samara Joy because she has been doing this. Like she didn't go get like viral on TikTok or anything and that's definitely part of the reason why she doesn't have that same wide reach audience. Mm -hmm. But if you like Leve, you absolutely have to go and check out Samara Joy because she is yeah, a treasure.
0: Well, Samara, it's funny. Like Leve has gotten more kind of... the like public's attention mm-hmm. and not so much like award attention, but I feel like Samara Joy is getting like awards and attention yeah. that way, but not like public recognition. No. no, yeah, she's like,
1: yeah, exactly. I feel like Leve's only starting to get the award recognition because she just got graminated for a Nami. Grammy Nami, no-
0: <laughs> <laughs> she just said graminated for a Nami. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm dead. <laughs> Grammy for a Nami <laughs> I I what, what just happened in your brain? I don't, I don't know what happened there, guys. One day I hope to be graminated <laughs> for a Nami. <laughs> Are you crying? Mm. <laughs> it's funny. I processed the graminated, and I was like, that's funny. And then, like, literally 30 seconds later in my brain, I was like, I'm not me. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. I have a Christmas song for you. <laughs> I used to work at a cabaret club in New York City. Just hang there, too? I used to there. It w- okay. <sighs> I'm just a humble girly. <laughs> Anyways, and there was a show there one time and I was like, this is interesting. I've seen this girl on TikTok and I would love to see her sing. So mm-hmm. I got the club to give me some free little tickets. I mean I paid for them. And I went to her show and she was amazing. And she just released a Christmas song. Um, it's Christmas Dreaming by Stella Cole. She also is very jazzy, yeah. But she has like that
1: very classic, like she she was like born and you're listening to her from the
0: '40s type of feel, yeah, like Judy Garland transatlantic accent kind mm-hmm. of, um, and her tone is so gorgeous, so gorgeous, yeah, yeah. Um, she's she's incredible. She's also just a kind person. From when I like saw her around the club, mm-hmm. um, and I think she. She's, like, she's getting up there. She's doing well. But I think she deserves some more hype. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and this song is so good. It's Mm -hmm. also just that, like, (coughs) sit down and have a hot chocolate and listen to some, like, relaxing jazz Christmas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We really like jazz for Christmas, hey?
0: It's the best kind of Christmas. (laughs) It
1: is. A jazz Christmas is the best Christmas. It is. (laughs) So, yeah. Stella Cole, Samara Joy, Leve. Reviving jazz. Modern. They're so good. Jazz is not dead. The girlies are bringing never. Them back. <laughs> <laughs> the girls are bringing back, and when I said never, it means it's never gonna die. Yeah, just to clarify. Just to
0: clarify.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that no one comes after
0: my ass. <laughs> okay. Movies. Movies. I watched How the Grinch Stole Christmas yesterday. It's on my list! Yeah! Oh, I have a fun fact about this. (laughs) Tell me. Did you know that Max, the dog Mm -hmm. in the Grinch, was not played by one dog? Not by two. No. Not by three. No. Not even by four. No. Not even by six dogs. Six dogs. There were six dogs. Why? Because. Because they were all trained in different things. So, um. There's one scene where, um, the mayor, like, the mayor's sleeping and the Grinch makes him, like, kiss Max's butt, you know, mm-hmm. and then Max, like, scoots on, so one of the dogs was trained to, like, scoot on command. Oh. One of the dogs was trained in, like, barking. Right. One of the dogs, um, there was one dog, I think, her, her name was Kelly, I think, or Keeley or something like that. Um, she was, she did most of it. Mm. So, like, most of it is her, but then if they needed, like, the scooting dog. The special kind of little Yeah, commands. or, like, the, the barking, the jumping, um, or, you know, whatever. They had six different dogs, so they, like, also didn't overwork. Because, like, Max had a huge part in that, right? Mm-hmm. And also, they did all of their training with the little antler on to get used to it. Oh. And they had to do their. They had to do like training sessions with Jim Carrey in the, the makeup, makeup, so that, so that they weren't scared of him. <laughs> yeah, but there were six of them, and they were all rescues. Oh, they were all rescued when they were babies, and then they were trained. And most of them, this was like they weren't. Um, dogs that went on to do, like, multiple mm-hmm. movies. For, I think, maybe only a couple of them actually did something else, but for most of them, The Grinch was, like, the only movie that they did. Oh Yeah. Probably
1: got paid well. Lots of love and kisses and treats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you know that Jim Carrey had to undergo, like, like i think it was either cia or fbi like torture training to actually do the Grinch movie because like the makeup and like i think being in it and the suit it was actually like torture so he actually had to undergo training (laughs) to withhold like to be able to withstand torture there is a graham norton interview where he's talking about it
2: when i did the grinch I was, uh, literally the makeup was like being buried alive every day. How long did it take? Uh, the first day was eight and a half hours. And I went back to my trailer and put my leg oh. through the wall. Oh. And I told Ron Howard I couldn't do the movie. And uh, then Brian Grazer came in, and uh, it, being the fix it man, yeah. and uh, came up with a brilliant idea, which was to hire a gentleman who is trained to, uh, uh, to teach CIA operatives uh, how to endure torture. And so <laughs> that's how I got through the Grinch. I, 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 I would like, it Good like It was quite hilarious. He <laughs> said, eat everything you see. And uh, if you're freaking out and you start to spiral downward, uh, turn the television on, change a pattern, wow. have someone you know come up and smack you in the head, um, you know, punch yourself in the leg, so it was, or, or smoke. Smoke as much as you possibly can. So I was this Grinch sitting... This giant cigarette holder, so so the yak hair wouldn't go on fire. uh, (laughs) The green yak hair, the green yak hair that turned inward and went. (laughs) It was horrifying. It was horrifying. I was just like, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. It's for the. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: Yeah, he literally got trained by the CIA.
0: (laughs) He's so effortlessly funny. I know. He's a national treasure. Like actually, I love him.
1: And he's just so charismatic. Yeah, like he he
0: just the part where he's like, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I will, I'll, I'll put it in the video and maybe I'll also put it on Instagram if you're listening and you want to actually watch it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. That you'll be able to hear it. That's my Grinch fact. You know what I love about the Grinch is this is such a a small thing that literally has nothing to do with the movie, like actually, is when you're watching it and the credits are rolling at the beginning and it says introducing Taylor Momsen. Mm. Why don't, can we bring that back? Yeah. When there's like a new actor in something that it's like their first, I love a little introducing. I it's so cute. It's so special. It is. I love it. I wish we would bring that back. It really like cements that like this is, yeah. this is their breaking into it. Yeah. I think it's sweet. Yeah, no. I noticed that the last time I was watching it. I was like, oh, introducing. Mm-hmm. That's so cute! <laughs> yeah. My next movie that I always
1: watch for Christmas because I have to every year is Nightmare Before Christmas. I have the... It's like one of the original, I think, like, Disney like, statues. And it's um, it's the Nightmare Before Christmas and it's uh, Jack and Sally. Mm-hmm. And it there's a little clock on it, and so when you turn it on, I think to the right, it like plays their theme song, Ooh. and then it lights up. But then, if you turn it to the left, it's just like the light. It's like a little night light. It is so, so cute. cute. Yeah. I'll I'll take a picture and send it to you, and you can like post it on Instagram. Okay. But anyways, did you know that Tim Burton's uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is not actually Tim Burton's because. He wasn't actually the director, like we all think, because it was marketed as such. But it was actually directed by this man named Henry Selick, who is the same person behind Coraline and went the new Wendell and Wild, which is the Monkey Paw production movie, which I haven't seen. I really need to. Um, but yeah, um, apparently. This is according to Variety and by Henry Selig himself, who has given the interview. Um, Tim Burton was a co-producer on the film, and he he did the illustrations for the main characters, like Jack Skeleton, Sally, um, but that's the extent of the work that he did, because at the time, he was in LA, like in a different city, um, directing like his like two feature films. So Henry Selig and his team are the people that actually brought it to life and made it what it was, but it wasn't even, like, you just don't even know that. Because everyone thinks Nightmare Before Christmas is Tim Burton's, like, directed
0: film. Yeah. And it's not. And I think you were saying that he said that they added, because if you look at, like, a a DVD or the poster or whatever, it actually says Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. and he was saying that it wasn't added until like two weeks before the movie came out and he didn't agree that that would have happened.
1: Yeah, he said it would have been fine if that's what he signed up for and it it wasn't. It's wild. But I think it was because at the time, like, Tim Burton was coming down from like Edward Scissorhand and like other movies like that, so there was a big name to him already. Mm -hmm. And so I think because he produced it, they slapped it on, but obviously it Credit it to the wrong person because he wasn't even the person who brought it to life. Yeah, they just wanted the movie to do better. Mm-hmm. And it's like a cult classic, but it's so sad. Being like, yeah. imagine being the person who directed it, who did all of the work, mm. and then, and it's one of the most iconic movies, and then people don't even know it. Yeah, insane.
0: I hope he still gets like the money he deserves from it. You know,
1: right. Yeah. At least. Yeah. But he came out with Coraline, which he fully got the credit for. That's good. And Wendell and Wilde, which he's behind. So, yeah. I really love... There's just something so special about, like animation that has to do with, like, the like the clay puppets. Yeah, claymation and... Yeah, yeah. I think it's so... Like, I, I watch every single one of them, even if it's not Tim burton Like, I watch every single one of them. Like, Frank and Weenie and, like, stuff <laughs> like that. Like, even, like, the little ones that people will, like, forget or, like, not as important, I will watch them. Because I... Because j- you just know it's, like, thousands of hours went into yeah. it. And every little expression, every little movement is, like so specific. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I think
0: it's special. Yeah, there's something really special about Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And one of the other movies on my list is also kind of similar. It's the original Rudolph. Oh. With like, you know, the elf that wants to be a dentist. Yeah. Yeah, that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I watched that, I think, last year because I've never seen it before. Really? Yeah, and my ex at the time was like, you've never seen it, you have to, and made me watch it. And I was like, I wasn't
0: into it, but then I was
1: like, this is actually really cute.
0: I, like, I grew up watching it, and then watching it back, it's, like, the, the sound is, it's kind of hard to understand them sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know when that movie came out, actually, let me look it up. Okay, 1964. Yeah, so, like, watching it back now, I'm like, it's a little hard to understand them sometimes, mm-hmm. like, whatever, but something about, um sam the snowman is like super nostalgic to me like Mm -hmm. i i love him the narration of that movie and the like the little noise you know the noise that his nose makes something about that i'm like like, a little little buzz but not yeah (laughs) i just i think it's so good Mm -hmm. i don't know and when he you know that scene where he uh his dad puts the cap on his nose and he's like I don't think it's working. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, it's just so good. I just That's on my list. Yeah. And it's insane because it's like, I'm pretty sure they're puppets and you can tell the way they move. It's very like stiff. <laughs> S- something about it is also just like special.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's like, you know, when someone like, bakes or cooks with a lot of love it just tastes so much better and you're like i don't know what it is but it just tastes so much better than if someone were to just cook it nonchalantly yeah it's like that i just feel like every single thing is made with so much love and care yeah that it just it's a passion project yeah yeah i love um okay so (laughs) this one is my childhood favorite this one is the barbie nutcracker because i think i watched that so many times like could i tell you the plot now absolutely not am i gonna find it and rent it absolutely but it's the barbie nutcracker and i just remember she had this like absolutely gorgeous dress i mean barbie always has gorgeous dresses and i was <laughs> like i really wanted
0: one um but yeah i grew up watching that love hmm i was never like a super Barbie movie girl. I love Barbie, but I never really watched the movies for some reason. Mm. My, I only have, like, four on my list, and we've pretty much gone through all of them. But my last one is um, The Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> it's like um,
1: adding oh, another one to the long list of things that I have to watch for Izzy. <laughs> hold on. I have to look up his
0: name. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name right now. Michael Kane. Michael Caine. He was, um, Scrooge and he's the only human. Okay. Um, and everyone else is the Muppets. Muppets? Yeah. And Kermit is, um, Bob Cratchit, the like poor guy with Tiny Tim as his son, you know, you don't know the Christmas Carol. What? No, like, I know
1: it, but, like, I don't remember it. Like, I watched it really... Like, I didn't grow up with, like, Christmas the same way
0: people I guess. here did. Yeah. But it's, like, he did... Michael Caine did an interview, and he was, like, um, when you're the only human on set and you're trying to play this, like really intense character, like Ebenezer Scrooge, he was like, I really had to just kind of pretend like I wasn't surrounded by puppets. <laughs> and let me tell you, that man's performance, unmatched. Really? It's so good. Okay. I, I love that movie. I have to watch it then. I also just love A Christmas Carol. Like, I don't get old. It doesn't get old for me. Mm-hmm. I saw it on...
1: It's- Is that the one where he's, like, really, like, not grumpy or, like, stingy? And then he, like... His ghosts? Yeah, he's...
0: Goes on, like, a little... He's visited by three ghosts. Right. Christmas past, Christmas present, and And Christmas Christmas future. Yes. And then, yeah, they, like, take him and he pretty much sees, like, him in the past when he Mm -hmm. was a kid. Yeah. And then he sees... The Christmas that's, like, happening. And then he takes him into the future and he sees that, like, Tiny Tim doesn't make it. Mm Because he's, like, sick and dying. Mm -hmm. And then he comes back. And And he's a changed man. He's a changed man. Yeah. And he, like, helps Bob.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember this story and the structure, but I could not tell you the
0: the names of the Mm -hmm. characters. I saw it. I was so lucky. The company that I was working for at the time in New York um, got me free tickets to it when it was on broadway last season and it was a one-man show and it was so cool they used like they had a set that moved Mm -hmm. on its own like literally every single intricate part like moved on its own and they used shadows and like him like his kind of i don't know he was an incredible actor whose name is also escaping me i'm so sorry i'll put it on the screen but it was it was really cool i was really like hesitant because i was like one-man Christmas carol, but it was so good. It was so good. That sounds really cool. And it was scary. Like, you, <laughs> it was. you. We sat down in the theater, and normally when you sit down in, like, a theater show, they'll be like, sometimes they'll do it in character, but they'll be like, remember to turn off your phones and enjoy the show, you know, whatever. This one, you're literally, everyone's milling about, the music is playing, it's bright, right? It literally, the theater went pitch black all of a sudden, and they played this, like, boom sound, and when I say pitch black, I mean, you could not see the person next to you pitch black. Mm. It was, it was
1: actually scary. really cool. It was weird. It's like a fully, like, submersive experience. Yeah, it was weird and a one man show. And a one man show. That's incredibly hard to do.
0: <laughs> oh my god, so hard to do. And he did it so well. I want to watch that. I need to, I need to I need to figure out what his name is. Jefferson Mays. Jefferson Mays. This man That looks scary. <laughs> insane. He is is
1: having a hallucinatory experience playing 50 characters in a Christmas carol on Broadway.
0: It's 95 minutes long, no intermission. This man is on stage the entire time playing 50 different characters. I wish if there was, I think there absolutely
1: needs to be a platform like Netflix or Disney Plus that is only for Broadway and pro shots. I agree. Because I would pay top money for that. Yeah. And I would I would keep the sup- like the subscription. Oh, me too.
0: Especially for something like that, like, it only ran from, I think, November to January. Mm-hmm. Like, so many people are going to miss that. Yeah. Like, I was really lucky that, like, not only did I get free tickets because of my job, but I was just there at the right time. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah, I would I would pay money to watch it again because it yeah. was that good. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just
1: think there's, like, Broadway is so exclusive mm-hmm. and, like, there are so many, like, it would do so much better if people could actually access it yeah. and not just with slime videos, like, that's different. Yeah. Like, pro shots, I feel like, are so precious. And I think doing that would actually bring more people to New York. I think because, so. Because, like, just because you watch a show doesn't mean you're never going to see it in person. Like, if you if you like theater, you know that the live experience is so much it's so different. different. And people are more willing to drop money on a show that they know they love rather than, like... Uh-huh trying, like, a new show that they
0: aren't sure for because tickets are expensive. Yeah. Especially considering, like, there are certain shows that do really well mm-hmm. on Broadway. Like, of course, like, Wicked has been running forever. I'm pretty sure Hades Town does really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Because they won, like, eight Tonys in the first year. Yeah, that's so. so. <laughs> But, like, a lot of shows struggle yeah. on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Struggle. Like, and have to close... Right away. Yeah. You know? Like, it over the past year, especially, like, r- after the pandemic, it was rough out here for, like, small Broadway shows that aren't, like, Wicked and yeah. 80s Town and whatever.
1: Like, um The Great Gatsby, the musical, the mm. new one with Eva Noblezada and Jeremy Jordan. It only ran for a month. Yeah. It was, like, a special. Like, it only ran for a month, and I think it would have been so different if it actually had audience and, like, hype and revenue. Like, I think... Like, shows like that could run so much longer. Yeah. They just don't have the means
0: and the support because people just aren't willing to spend that money. That much money. Yeah. But if they could, like, get profit from people streaming, too. Exactly. And it's a whole
1: new level of, like, income for Broadway actors that yeah. they absolutely need. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, there's probably so many more, like, logistics to it, but I think it would be such a good idea. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can go and watch any... There's, like, an archive in New York Mm -hmm. where you can go and watch any show that has been on Broadway ever. Mm -hmm. um, But you literally have to, like, lock away your phone and you're only allowed to watch them once. And it's for actors who are studying. Um, But it's, like, you have to go to the library. you Mm -hmm. You can only see it once. And you're, like, pretty much... Kind of locked in a room and like if you stop watching it like you stop watching it and you can't watch it again that's so sad and obviously it's only for people in New York yeah so yeah why is it only once because they don't want people like copying stealing ideas uh. from these older shows that maybe aren't like out in the public mm-hmm. and um you don't like memorize the choreography like and then reproduce it hmm and then you can't bring your phone in, obviously, because they don't want you recording it. That's so, yeah. It's so exclusive. Yeah.
1: Um, this is bringing it back on topic of Christmas movies because I have two more.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot this was a Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, these ones aren't really like Christmas movies, but I, I feel like they're Christmas movies to me. <laughs> um, the first one is is a rom com. It's The Holiday. Okay. Do you know that one? I don't think so. It's the one with um, Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz, and they both, like, live in separate cities, like, one's from London, one's from, like, LA or whatever, like, big city, and then they are both going through rough times in their lives, so they decide to, like, switch their houses, like, go to the other person's (laughs) house for the holiday, and then Jack Black is in it. And he's also, like, one of, like, the main love interests for, like, Kate Winslet. And then Jude Law is in it for love interest for Karen Diaz. Interesting. And it happens around, like, the holiday time. And they're both going through something. So they were like, I just need, like, change. And it was one of those websites where you can, like, go to the... You can, like, link up with somebody yeah. and you go to their house and they go to yours. for Interesting. a Interesting. Yeah, and it's, like, a really fun, like, cute, like, lovey-dovey movie.
0: I've never seen it, but you know who loves rom-coms? Ooh. Kenny. So oh my
1: god. I will watch definitely. Watch The Holiday
0: with him. I will. It's <laughs> so cute.
1: Um, and also, the other one is Little Women, which you haven't seen yet. The movie. I haven't seen the movie. You should watch. It's Good at Girl and it's kind of, well, it shouldn't really be a romance, but it is a romance, kind, kind of. of
0: yeah i'll watch it eventually watch it with kenny okay
1: it's so good um because there's like certain just like the way it is for like the family and how much they love each other and how giving they are it just all is like it's just such like a cozy movie and there's like a lot of things that happen in it that will make you sob but consider that a christmas movie it's yeah (laughs) i think it's sweet i think it's like it's like not like a christmas movie it's like a holiday like Mm. season like warm movie yeah okay so i put it there kind of like the holiday i that's why i said it's like not really christmas but they're christmas to me and that rounds out my christmas movies list i think yeah that's about all i got too do you have any christmas traditions with your family
0: yeah on christmas we, we're the kind of family, you let me know in the comments if you're the kind of family that opens presents first or stockings first. Mm-hmm. And also, are you the kind of family that like all opens presents all at once or do you go one at a time? Because my family, we open stockings first mm-hmm. and we kind of do that all at the same time. Because those are just like little, you know, whatever. And, but then we like, go around, and you open a present, like, one at a time, so everyone can, like, see what you got, Mm -hmm. you know, and, like,
1: it can be appreciated kind of thing. That's what my family does. It'll be like, well, we'll, Christmas morning, I will pile the gifts into, like, the names, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then it goes one by one. It's like, everyone gets to open one thing at a time, and
0: then we just kind of go in circles, so it's like a little... Morning activity. I like that because, one, it makes it last longer. Yes. And then, two, I like seeing whatever everyone got. Yeah. I don't want to, like, miss what you got. Exactly. I wanna and I want to, like, see your reaction. And, yeah. like, everything like that. And then, I, I guess our one Christmas tradition that's, like, kind of, like, our family's thing is my parents will, um, they'll get, like, a bunt pan and um, little, like, dinner rolls. And they'll stack them up. These frozen dinner rolls up in the bunt pan. And then we put um, vanilla, like pudding mix, and brown sugar, and um, like cinnamon in it. Mm-hmm. And then you put it in the oven. Av- oh, and, and butter, like layered throughout, like a lot of butter layered throughout. Yeah. And they, they like grow whatever. And. It's just so good—the vanilla and the cinnamon and the butter and the sugar. It's Christmas, and it's and they're like pull-aparts. So oh. you, we all like it comes out of the oven, and then we all like take our pieces, whatever, and then we eat it. That sounds so good. Yeah, cute. Like two Christmases ago, we did light the oven on fire, <laughs> but it was fine because it was it was not like a big fire. Like it's just a tiny one, just a minor. Yeah, so you know, fire on Christmas morning, but. We, other than that year it's it's been a delicious breakfast love that's it do you I have any christmas traditions it. not really <laughs> <laughs>
1: like i mean my family we try to just do like a christmas movie like all together on christmas eve mm-hmm. but
0: that's about it yeah i always wanted to be one of those families that does like You get, like, a a pajama set on Christmas Eve? Yeah. Never been one of those families. Mm -mm. Maybe I will, like, make my family in the future one of those families. Cut this out, but you didn't hear that. Yeah, I had to cut a little bit out because we just revealed all of our presents. (laughs) And we know you're watching. (laughs) Um, anyways... That's it for today. Thank you so much for
1: watching. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you have a lovely, wonderful, warm, cozy, boozy, jazzy, lovey holidays. You can find us on every platform that you would listen to for podcasts Mm -hmm. at Flicks and
0: Giggles Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube if you want to watch our beautiful faces while we talk. It's also just Flicks and Giggles Podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, You can find us on Instagram and on TikTok. Also at Flixing and Giggles Podcast. Um, we we try. There's not a lot on our TikTok, but we're getting to it. We will get to it. Um, New Year resolution. New Year's resolution. Post on TikTok. <laughs> if you have any favorite
1: Christmas movies or favorite Christmas traditions that you do with your family, comment down below. I, we would love to hear about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have a safe holidays.
0: And we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Ooh, bye-bye. Mm-hmm.